Hi, welcome to Help with Hannah Jones. I'm Hannah Jones. Thank you, Patreon patrons, for making this podcast possible. And thanks, dude, IDK Studios in Denver, where we are recording. This is a podcast where I answer your questions, dear Abby style. And I have a guest in the studio today to help me do that. She's the host of the Almond Pod. And you might have seen her viral comedy videos on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. It's Tyler Bender. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. I'm excited to be here and answer all of these questions. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. I was, I've seen so many of your comedy videos over like the past couple of months and stuff. But today specifically, I was watching a Q&A video where you talked about um, <laughs> getting body shamed when you did dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I literally, that. that was my same like um, Almond Child origin no. story was ballet. Stop. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It was like... Always the fucking dance teacher. Yeah. Always the cheer teacher. Mm, sweetie, it's it's not that you're you're just bigger than the rest of the girls. They do. It is like weird psychological warfare because I remember for like a really long time I would tell this like specific story where <laughs> my and for a long time I like didn't think of it as a mean story. I was like actually my dance teacher was being really nice. Unfortunately, I was just like the most gigantic toddler on the planet. But my dance teacher was so nice about it. But one day in class. <laughs> We were all doing like jumping stuff and uh -huh. she was like screaming at us for being too loud. And I was like, that's so normal, actually. <laughs> but she would just like scream at us when we weren't good enough. And oh, she shit. was screaming at all the other girls. And she was like, you guys are all loud. Hannah's not loud. Look at Hannah. She's incredibly loud on her feet. And she's like three times the size of you. <laughs> I can like imagine exactly how that went down mm -hmm. too. Like having done dance, I'm like <gasps> And in the moment I was like, thank you. I, and it took like several years for me to like really absorb the fact that like first of all I like wasn't three times the size of them. Oh <laughs> I was God. just like a chubbier built child. <gasps> but oh my god. Then it sticks with you forever. That's wild. Yeah, that shit sticks with you forever. My tumbling teacher was like went through the line of like spotting girls on like their whatever the fuck tricks gets mm -hmm. to me oh sweetie you're too big to spot anymore let's just skip out on this one <laughs> i thought they were gonna be like why don't just break your neck it's fine <laughs> just try it by yourself because that's a big bitch <laughs> oh my god yeah so if you also stories. if you can't spot a hefty child like maybe you need to do your own push-ups like. for, for real like it don't have a beginner like whatever that age category is mm -hmm. if you can't do it i'm like ooh. I do remember also I did like one year of gymnastics because you don't understand as a child like physical limitations, which is good, right? That's very wholesome. Like nowadays yeah. I see rock climbing and I'm like, not for me, you know? Right. <laughs> um, but when I was a child, I was like, gymnastics, I totally have the body type for that. I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I like did one like class of gymnastics that was like probably like four months long and i remember when we get to the bar section and they like have to lift you up to the bar and i'm like probably the same weight as the like instructor but like much like shorter and rounder and she's like grunting lifting me up but she never body shamed me at all slay yeah she was just like okay i'm gonna lift this girl up. <laughs> like slay. i'm gonna get my workout in during this class she's she was either really, nice about really it. tough or she had her own trauma to know not to say that shit. oh quite possibly <laughs> but yeah so my sister the way i ended up stopping dance is that my sister had done ballet and she was like a teenager at the time she was probably like 17 
and had started getting body shamed by the same teacher. We, it was like one lady had a whole studio oh, by the stop. same teacher. And then all of the other teenage girls in that class, uh-huh. even though my sister was like extremely skinny, she just like had a little bit of a butt. She just like had a better body type. Oh my gosh. Also, <laughs> by it's today's standards. so triggering to be in ballet because all of it is like your tummy's out, your butt's out. You're mm-hmm. da- 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 da. You're, and then I was like, literally, I was like, ma'am. I just am packing ass. Like, I'm sorry. I just am not built for this. <laughs> yeah. But my, yeah, so my sister quit. That's and I crazy. remember riding in the car and I was like, oh my God, like, why are you quitting ballet? And my sister was the skinny one of like us two. And oh, I was no. very jealous of her for that. And she's like, because I'm too fat for ballet. And I was like, well, if you're too fat oh, for ballet, God. I'll quit tomorrow. <laughs> and did you? Yeah. You literally did. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not going to wait until it like makes me cry and I'm getting body shamed That's all the good time. That's good foresight as a little quit. kid. Wow. Well, it just felt like my sister took the bullet and I got to look at her taking the bullet and be like, I think there's guns over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Period. A lot of having an older sibling is just like that. Well, I am the older sibling. And you know what happened mm. in my situation? My little sister started doing the classes with me at three years old. And I am swear to fucking God, she was like a prodigy at tumbling and she oh, surpassed yeah. me and became like the top gymnast in our gym and I got body shamed out of it <laughs> oh no <laughs> like so opposite is being the older sibling you know I think being an older sibling would be so hard yeah we should get like some sort of medal because as a younger sibling that thing already exists and you can either like beat it or avoid the fuck out of it so if my sister was like better at something i would just avoid the fuck out of it but if it was something that i was also naturally excelling at i'd be like i'd do that too and then be better yeah wow so like the competition like you can really manage did you ever do that as a kid if you if i ever had a friend who like was naturally good at something um, or just had like a facet of their identity. If I couldn't beat them at it, I had like a very keen sense of like, I am not playing that game. (laughs) (laughs) I am doing a different thing. Like I was always the smart one until I made a couple of friends in high school who were definitely smarter than me. And I was just like, I'm not smart. I'm funny. It's not my thing. I was never trying to be smart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you think you caught me reading, no, I've never read a book in my life. (laughs) But I am funny. Yeah. But I am funny funny <laughs> period actually that's so true did you do that with your like friend dynamics growing up yeah and I would get anxious like I decided like I did theater mm-hmm. and I would get really anxious if my friends were like I think I'm gonna try out for the play and I was yes. like yes no it's really it's it's really toxic and you don't want to it's like a lot of work <laughs> like, like you probably don't want to do it like, you definitely intense. don't it's so toxic like I'm I the hate toxic it one. <laughs> I hate theater please yeah. don't try out for the fall play <laughs> but i also think it's like a gate kept hard yeah well i also just like there were a lot of facets of my identity that i just like was so close off to exploring because i was like i can't be caught trying to do anything i'm not the best at so like for me it was like i was very avoidant of being like feminine or like oh, wow. trying to like like I w- did not like have crushes or like like boys or anything because I, my two friends were like the pretty ones oh. and now it's like you can actually just be you can actually just be not the prettiest one and, <laughs> and still go about and have a normal life but in my mind it was like you can't be 
You can't, like, try to be pretty if you're not going to be the prettiest one. Isn't that wild? You're deconstructing the world like that when you're, like, nine years old? Yeah. What the hell? Well, my theory, (laughs) not to get so fucking conspiracy on you, but, um... okay. I kind of believe that, like, that idea comes about specifically for children, that, like, the only reason to try something is if you're going to be the best, because we grow up in capitalism, and we see, like, homelessness and, like, all these people in society who aren't taken care of, And we're, like, trying to make sense of the fact that, like, as a human being, you don't have the right to healthcare and you don't have the right to, like, a good life. And we're trying to make sense of it and be like, oh, well, I guess they didn't deserve it because they weren't good enough at, like, having a job. So, like, you have to be better than average to, like, deserve a good life. And then we just, like, carry that into all of our little extracurriculars. You're like, I have to be the best at this thing to have any deserving of, like, love or a good life later on down the road. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is a huge <laughs> You know, I think I just really liked me. <laughs> I didn't want to be like them. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, but yeah, how have you been? What have you been up to? (laughs) Incredible segue. Uh, I'm doing well, except for on my YouTube channel, I'm trying to do like an expose on the carnivore diet. I've like interviewed people on it and I'm on day five of being on it. So my insides are like just like entangled. I was 15 minutes late because I was like praying, clutching my ankles. So like other than that, I'm good. Clutching your ankles? (sighs) Yeah. <laughs> are you are you like pooping in happy baby pose or <laughs> yeah. Dude, okay, so clarify for me what is the carnivore diet specifically? So it's only things that come from an animal. So it's like dairy, meat, and even like cheese is iffy. You have to like look for like l- I think it's like low carb things because even like some cheeses will have like a gram of carbs and they're like no. So, yeah. So it's like keto. Yeah, and it's even crazy that uh like like chicken is kind of looked down on even on the carnivore diet. So Why? basically, I've just been eating like ground beef and steak and bacon. It sucks. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know how people like live like this all the time and are like this is the way. This is the way. Have you ever met anyone who's done it like really long term? Yeah, I feel like every time I see like what's the um the Janelle girl on TikTok did it oh, for like yeah, a few months, but like now she shit. eats normal again. Well, even keto's more flexible than carnivore is. Really? Yeah, because keto is basically just like low carb lifestyle. So you can throw in I think like some vegetables and like berries, versus carnivore oh. is like none. Like even like seasoning is frowned upon. No condiments. No coffee. Uh, technically no. I text my girl, um, I met this girl named, like, Courtney, who's, like, kind of a thought leader in the space. (laughs) We had a, (laughs) we had a meeting, and she's like, I've been on it for a year, I've lost so much A carnivore organizer. (laughs) carnivore (laughs) organizer. She's been on it for, like, over a year, and she's like, this is it, this is the way, I love it, Mm -hmm. I've lost weight. And were her eyes glassy. (laughs) Mine are. (laughs) And just, like. Just sitting here, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm like, when am I going to be hit by needing to go to the bathroom again? I'm scared. I hope we can make it through the show. Dude. Maybe that's what she was thinking on her interview with me. I, I could know. never. I don't know, but um, there are people who swear by it. Not fucking me. Not I me. I feel like anytime <clears throat> I have ground beef at all, it fucks me up. 
yeah yeah bad bad choice bad choice but i can't believe chicken is looked down on why is that um it's supposed to be like the red meats are just have more nutrients they're like more filling so they want you to be more on red meat because like I don't know, like chicken, you eat it and you're hungry again. There's like, it like tears. You know how you said like people like die for it. I wonder if it's like survivor bias that like everybody who could be like, I did this for three years and it ruined my life just like has a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the best thing I did was I joined the Facebook groups of people in it. God. And the Facebook groups, so fucking funny. It's just people complaining about like, I've been on this diet for four days and I have horrible diarrhea. Should I stop? I'm also yes. dizzy. Everybody in the comments, no, that's just the side effects of a that's detox. Just You're no. just getting all the carbs out of your body. Getting all the carbs out of your body. Even I posted on Instagram stories. I was like, I want to diet. And everybody's like, don't stop. That means you need to keep going. You're just detoxing. You're just getting into thoughts. ketosis. <laughs> They're like, keep going. Keep going. I was like, fuck. Sucks. So anyway, how are you doing? <laughs> That's so crazy. That feels like the high that they're talking about after all of this is just like being in starvation. Like, I don't know if you've ever, not to get so dark, but like I've had like eating disorder periods before. And there is that thing where like once you fight through the hunger, it actually feels so good. You have so much energy because you're, you get like a weird high from it. And I know watching all of the like YouTubers, I used to watch this like raw vegan bitch on YouTube. Freely back the in banana the day. girl? No, not freely. It was like this other girl. Okay. She had white dreads for a little while, but then she shaved her dreads out. Um, but <laughs> she <laughs> she would always talk about how like after the initial period of eating like raw, you would like have so much energy and feel so good and feel in such alignment with the universe. And I was like, yes, I know that feeling. It's being about to die, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I kind of got on that like two days ago when I was hanging out with the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I'm not even thinking about food. Like I feel like whatever. And then the next day I didn't walk, so. I feel like if I was only eating ground beef and steak, I would definitely, like, not be thinking about or craving food. (laughs) I'm like, when is my next meal? Fuck. Oh, my God. Well, more power to you. That's going to be an incredible YouTube video, or I guess it, like, has to be. Yeah, you motherfuckers better watch it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially all the people on Facebook who are telling you to keep going. Yeah, I was like, should I vaccinate my kids? Yes or no causing problems i'm surprised i'm not like kicked out of the group yet so i might go out with a bang just to like make it worth my while that's so good okay are you ready to get into some questions Ooh, yeah i i'm clearly the one who should be advising people's life advice (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Uh, she can't tell you too much but she can tell you how to get into ketosis um okay before we get into that a couple of announcements number one i have shows coming up september 21st i'm headlining in san francisco there's only like two or three tickets left for that show please sell it out it would be so embarrassing if those two or three tickets were sitting around for like another week just sell it out so i can put a sold out sticker on it because i never get to do that and that would be really exciting um chicago tons of tickets left for that please buy your chicago tickets october 6th austin november 4th i don't have the link for that yet but i do for des moines november 11th um you can find all ticket links in the link tree in my bio 
Um, number two, this podcast is sponsored by the Patreon. Patrons have first priority to get their questions answered, and they also receive a bonus episode every month, and it's only $3, which is nothing. You could not purchase a single beef product for $3, maybe a couple eggs, okay? So it's worth it. You also get exclusive access to long-form audio and video of my comedy sets. Three, if you want to ask a question to get answered in a future episode, you can find the link to that form in the description of the podcast or in my link tree. Okay. Slay. That was, I talked so fast for that part. That was so impressive. Thank you so much. I've gotten a lot of practice. I really take pride in it. Okay, so I asked you guys to submit some questions um, about, like, having an almond mom, or in my case, I have an almond dad, and, like, body image and stuff. So our first few questions are in that vein. Number one, how to get my mom to stop offering me plain Greek yogurt when I express a desire for ice cream? Signed, Masshole. (laughs) This is funny because... I've experienced I can relate. This has happened to me. <laughs> no, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, even my mother-in-law said this. She was like, this is the same. It tastes exactly the same, you guys. It's exactly the same. The thing is, is that like, <laughs> I am a protein bitch, to be yeah. completely honest. And I have to keep an eye on my carbs because they don't make me feel good. Usually if I'm like eating way too much carb-heavy food and not yeah. getting enough protein. So I won't say that I'm, like, totally, like, I just eat whatever I want all the time. But, like, I would use plain Greek yogurt as a substitute for, like, sour cream because it's a little higher in protein and the macros can be better in, like, a in like a vegan queso situation, quite possibly. But never mm. as a substitute for ice cream. Yeah, that's just, I, I don't know. This is weird that it's, like, reoccurring, too. Like, how often? I don't know. I feel like you just cut her out of the equation. I'm assuming, can you drive? Can you just go get your own? It's secret eater. That's me. I'm secret eater. Really? Yeah. I used to be always... Did you ever hide your wrapper underneath other trash in the trash Yes! Can? You take a bunch of <laughs> like paper it's a towels or something. and then you... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i didn't even do that when i was like babysitting other people's kids i was like mm-hmm. still all their like uh what are those like cones those uh, what are they they come with like the big chunk of chocolate at the bottom <gasps> oh drumsticks yes drumsticks i would eat oh, like four so drumsticks good. wrappers paper towel i would also if i was eating like to, like for instance for that situation where like the serving size is one but you're gonna have more than fucking one like fruit snacks oh, i would yeah. put one fruit snacks wrapper above the paper towels i'm like four fruit snack wrappers underneath the paper <laughs> towels <laughs> <laughs> to be like see i did eat some fruit snacks i'm not weird i'm just uh, moderation is key <laughs> <laughs> they told me just one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, I don't know what you're going to do about that. Uh, at my house, uh, if I'm going to eat Greek yogurt, I have Utah Girl syrups. So I just put those skinny syrups in there. Dude, so I can yeah. pretend. I'm delusional. I will say that like Greek yogurt is not a bad snack. But if you want ice cream, you have to go get ice cream. And you have to look at your mom as like a child. That is like, like it's like your child accidentally went down an alt-right 
uh, YouTube. Yeah, that's a like, great pipeline. way to put it. And you're like, oh, I have to like fix this. Unfortunately, this child lives in my house. They're my responsibility. Your parents, I mean, there, there always comes a point the part of the parent-child relationship is that it switches. Oh, you know, halfway through so your life, nice. you become the parent. And unfortunately for a lot of us with boomer parents, that switch is going to happen early on. So <laughs> it should have happened when you were like 35, but unfortunately you're 20 and it's time to make the switch. They're your child. And you are going to tell them, no, I'm going to have some ice cream. And I really think you should have some ice cream as well. This is an insane wow. thing to stay. And, um, yeah, that was, that was beautiful. But I will say that like, like with a child, you can really temper that message with like a little bit of baby voice. You could be like, that is such a silly thing to say. I'm going to have some very yummy ice cream for my belly because my belly would like it. Hey, <laughs> special mama. Yeah. My fitness pal says that we can go to Dairy Queen and we won't die. Nobody will die. <laughs> Nobody will die. No, 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 my friend. You are not <laughs> going to make me feel bad about what I'm eating. We're getting extra fudge and we're not going to cry about it. Yeah. Put her in timeout, dude. Put your mom in timeout. We should make shirts that say that. <laughs> yeah, that is such a tough one. But I really think that like the sooner the thing about drawing a hard boundary with a parent is that it is just as uncomfortable as you're imagining it will be when you do that. But the sooner you do that, the more years you get to live where it's in the past. Like my comedy is pretty like R-rated. I talk a lot about like gender politics through the lens of sex and dating. My mom saw it early on. She's a conservative Christian woman. I was raised in a fundamentalist household. It's nothing that I would have ever wanted her to see. And I definitely <laughs> considered hiding it from her, but she saw it. And then like I've been doing comedy for like five years now. And so the past four She's just been like, okay, this is what my kid does. Yeah, that's great. That's great advice. I think put it behind you as quickly as possible. Yeah. My mom and I went on ABC News and spoke about how we both have eating disorders together. That's behind us now. <laughs> 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 Fucked up in the moment, but it ended up working out just fine. <laughs> yeah. Be brave. We believe in you. Period. Okay. Question number two, game plan for getting through Thanksgiving with an almond mom. I stay at my parents' house and it's an ingredients household. Normally, I'm always hungry in addition to slash between meals, but I just figure it out. The problem is if I go get extra food on Thanksgiving, my mom is like, oh my God, how are you not stuffed? Like, um, I'm not stuffed because I had lean turkey breast, green beans, and sugar-free pumpkin pie for dinner. Something about it being a holiday where food is the focal point means I can't hide or avoid these conversations and it's exhausting. What do I do? Signed, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving so clever. Thank you. That's so good. That sucks. That sucks. Especially because it would be like one thing if I'm like, okay, the food is good. You can get a serving, feel good about it, deal with it. But it sounds like the food's not even worth the trauma. And that's what's sad here. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking now this isn't good advice, but this is what I would do if I were you. I would pregame beforehand. Yeah. I am... I'm eating right before I'm getting KFC. That's close enough to Thanksgiving dinner that I'm going to get there and I'm going to eat like a, a rude amount of nothing. Like so little that your mom gets pissed. She's like, did she fucking out eat almond less mom than your than mom? Me? I'd be like, 
I'm really full. How can you eat all, all of that? that? With Flip a it. judgy little look on your eyes. Flip uh, it. Stop. Wait, I want to like, see this play out Like, save some for the rest of us. Oh, Goodness. my God. <laughs> Seconds. Have you... Are, are you starving? Are you starving her? Flip it on her. That's so funny. you got to flip it. That's the most <laughs> incredible. I will say that, like, when I go home... I don't have an almond mom. She's like so sweet and kind and never never shames anybody for their body. That's um, great. But she does like not eat as much as me at fucking at all. Yeah. I'm a protein bitch. I like need that. She'll have like um, sausage and veggies and the sausage is like 15 grams of protein. I'm like, I'm pre-gaming and post-gaming every meal with protein bars. I just like yes. eat a fuck ton of them while I'm there. And that's definitely an easy meal to sneaky eat. True. Because, like, going to KFC, you would have to, like, lie and say that you're, like, going to – and it's on Thanksgiving, right? That's true. Protein bars are my sneaky meal, actually, because I hate other people's food. It just gives me the ick. Yeah. So I keep protein bars in my purse at all times. That's genius. In this specific case, it sounds like you're an adult.